Hello, kapla, and welcome everyone to our fan cast. We're a Star Wars boy, a Star Trek girl, and a sci-fi wingnut talk about the new Star Trek series, Strange New Worlds. We are super excited to geek out, talk about the new show, so let's bring in the intro music and get going. What's up, y'all? We are here for the last episode of season one. How sad. On Strange New Worlds. It's uh, Sean, Jake, and Bubbles. <laughs> and I, I, Bubbles. Am, I am sad. I really enjoyed this. I really did, too. I'm happy that we're getting a second season, so already it's going to be good. We Except are. It's probably going to be like next May. We are supposed to be getting a next season. I don't know when that's going to be. But before we get into all that, we did have one last email from last week uh from grizzak and uh he writes bubbles and the boys i like it i like it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i know that you are trying to keep this cast pg but frack 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 he did not write frack by the way i know see Uh, it's so hard it's so hard what the actual frack what the at ye exactly? Uh, after finally giving Hemmer the character development we needed to see uh, to see for him, they did him dirty. I know he eventually had to leave to make way for Scotty, but this was a pretty crappy way to take him out. I would kind of agree that I was really getting used to Hemmer. He could have died during giving you know mating with a Goran, so it could have been worse. He could have died in season three. I was really beginning well, to he, like actually, it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He did die because he mated with a Gorn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He could have died this is true. Birth, he, he, so. he, he was he was knocked up by a Gorn. Was and that's, that's fatal. <laughs> it's like a mantis. I can see why now he just like casually walked off the back of the ship. He uh, he's a good man, and I, I I just got to liking him. Or like you remember at the very beginning, you were like, I don't like him. I wonder if he had the intent antennas and the the little spiny lizard stuff. I don't know. And we shall never find out. Thank God for that. Okay. <laughs> uh, Grizak continues, uh, now that this is out of my system, holy crap, this episode just raised the bar. He's talking about episode nine. Uh, we didn't have the interspecies booby looking that episode eight did. It more than made up for it with a solid plot, great character development, Hemmer and Uhura, as well as Spock embracing his inner rhino ra- or rage rhino. Seriously, though... Get him some snuggles from Chapel. It was all good. (laughs) Seriously, though, Kirk needed to be slapped. And Spock almost helped him with that. This episode has definitely taken a lead for me. If nothing else, the depth and humanity of the storytelling. I hope that Season 2 brings us more like this. Shannon, if you want to deal with Sean's leg hair once and for all, I might recommend a wonderful product called Gorilla Tape. Thank you, Grizzak. <laughs> gorilla Tape? Gorilla There's a tape for that? I know there's Gorilla Glue. Better not Gorilla Glue. <laughs> so many ideas now. Gorilla Glue something else on you, girl. I don't have any, so it's okay. <laughs> Go for hey, it. Hey, it, it, not, to, not to say that this is completely off topic, but I have finally seen what it looks like once they try to wax a guy's ears, and it is really freaked out. Like, like on the inside of it? Wax someone's ears? Yes. They basically fill the entire like ear and all that with wax and then take in, um, uh, put, a, put the, the stick in it and then clamp the ear closed. And then rip the sucker out. 
Don't you need those ear hairs? What the hell? <laughs> well, I, the ones that get me that I don't know if I if I would ever be able to recover are the ones where they do the same thing on the hot wax and everything with the stick, and it's up the nose, and they pull all the nose hair out at once. It, yeah, no, and, no. And everybody makes the same noise. It's this. Because it's a silent scream. <laughs> They can't even scream. You know, I, I gotta say, this is way too much information, but waxing only hurts for a brief second. Not and, if you do your nose. And it's on particular spots, right? But I can't imagine not hurting your nose. You're definitely gonna cry on that I one. I mean, I've pulled a nose hair out or something like that, and it will make me sneeze and make my eyes water. Right. I can't imagine pulling all of the suckers out in one side of my nose, and then... Doing it on the other. Doing it on and the other. And you know what? Unless you're just ha- unless your ears just like covered in hair, why can't you just like take tweezers like a normal person and just twitch? I don't know. I I always thought the ear hair was supposed okay. to be there okay. for okay. hearing okay. and stuff. Have you have you ever seen a Mediterranean man? Oh well, yeah. <laughs> like a swath of. <laughs> that's when you need a glue to gorilla tape right there to the back into the chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's your chest. I can understand that. I can understand like by, from the neck. Down, I can understand removing whatever hair you want. Hey, I used to, I, I, well, not used to, I work with lasers, one of them being hair removal, and I even had a Mediterranean uh, immigrant who wanted to have his nether region lasered because, Ooh. as he said, and this is a direct quote, that he was going to marry a large breasted uh, blonde American woman and they don't like hair in places like that. Okay. Well, he's well. not wrong. <laughs> However, I'm not sure that's the uh, first rung of the gonna marry a a well endowed American blonde <laughs> woman. Like first rung is is your junk fuzzy. <laughs> like I don't think I don't think that's the, that's number one on the list. It could be Tim Right. To be fair, I did not marry a blonde. To be fair, a well endowed blonde American woman. I married a brunette, so maybe the blondes have a different criteria. Tattoos, but, no hair, so it's okay. Apparently, oh, um, I, I I don't know, but uh, that is a definitely that is definitely an interesting take on the subject. Okay. Uh, also, now, I love now, that he says frack because considering he, the fact that I'm the one who drove us off topic, I'm yeah, the one. Thanks, who, Jake. I'll drag us back to topic and say. I really hated this Jim Kirk. Thank you. I did not like him either. Sean's like, it doesn't matter. Who gives a I like him. He's fine. I did not like him. Could they not work out a cameo from Chris Pine for one episode? Oh, my. Jake, I love you. Yeah, Come but on. I don't think it's going to be a cameo from Chris Pine because I think Kirk's, or, uh, uh, Pike's going to want Kirk on the ship. Now that he's met him and now that he knows, I think that's what brings him to the ship. Now, do they you couldn't think, have do gotten you... Chris Pine. Do you think Kirk is going to replace Una? Well, somebody definitely is, because I don't think she's coming back. Okay. No, what, I don't. I think that's her exit from the show. I, in fact, I, besides Hammer, I think she's the only one who's exiting the show, because I think um, La'an is coming back. I do, too. I do, too. Because I've been, I, man, I went searching for tweets. Okay. Say the, say the. Say the what? What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> that's exactly what, do it again. What the hell? <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Who snitched on Una? Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Who snitched? And why did they send... Well, but 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 I guess the best way of why I think this is going to be her swan song, and you'll probably get her for the first episode of season two. Think but she's that'll too expensive? Be, 
but then it well a she's probably too expensive and b if even if you think about it story wise even if she doesn't end up in prison there there's no way they're going to let her serve i don't like it i don't uh, yeah i don't i don't know why it was necessary for her to go because well it, once again i would say it's contact contract negotiations they didn't expect to get her for the first season to begin with maybe and why they got to send my girl to deliver the bad news yeah, like Captain Earp comes on, and here, here <laughs> we go. That's like, what we're gonna call her from now on, Captain Earp. Yeah, well, Captain Earp comes in and takes like what? That's not her job. Why do they send another Star Trek or another ship captain to come and arrest Una? They sent her Be- to because, pacify because, him. Well, well, well. First of all, she she got the job because she was there. Second of all. It, they obviously wasn't going, weren't going to look at him and say, you need to bring her in because they knew he wouldn't. Yeah, I do. Or he's been he's been slipping some secrets to her that, he, you know, during bedtime and he's and then she turned on him. I don't think so. I, I don't no, think I, don't I, don't think, I hope not. Come she, on, Captain Nerd, don't do that she to even me. Looked at it, she even looked at him and went, didn't you know? <laughs> like, of course you knew. But, you know, and I don't want to be here. He did. Everyone on the on the bridge crew knew. No, only him and Laon knew. No, no. Doctor Spock knew. And Benga knew. Spock knew. Chapel knew. Chapel knew. Okay, I'm wrong. <laughs> Laon knew. Laura's the only one who didn't know. Yeah, Laon got pissed off at her. That's the whole reason she's mad. <laughs> well, yeah. the, the the other thing is, I, I as I I want to know is what or they didn't explain to you is. What happened in that 10-year period of time that made Ortegas lose all sense of humor? Oh, dude, yeah, she got hard. Stand down. Yeah, I mean, she, he was like, She Chill. got hard, man. I yeah, don't know. Some, something had to happen in there somewhere along the line. Either that or the the um, the outpost being Some blown Romulan up. Some Romulan piston or wheeze. Well, just, I, I, I mean, I, the out the outpost being blown up and and her being well, ineffectual just just made her snap. That would that that's that seems character character wise off to me. Right, something made her harden. She's a little bit pissed off because she's not just pissed at that; she's pissed at the world. And she was so outspoken against the captain the entire episode. Yeah, she did. I mean, they normally have like a. a Chatty back and forth, kind a of chatty friendly back thing, and yeah. forth, and and kind of almost like a dad daughter relationship, you know, like burgeoning here. Show me what then, you got. Let, you know, I exactly. The gas, right. And she's that's her captain, and now she's all like, you know, uh, that was. And he had to yell at her, stand well, down. And and I now have to go back and watch the original series again, because I, and I know we mentioned it two seconds before the cast started, but this event that ha- that he got to go through time and witness is something that happened in the original series with Kirk as captain of the Enterprise. Yeah, apparently Kirk did it better. <laughs> no, I, I think what it turned out is I think Kirk actually did destroy the ship. Well, yeah, but Kirk did it better. Spock didn't get killed. You know, they didn't it, they didn't the, lose the Farragut. And the other thing is, and it, it makes perfect ship. sense if you actually go back through all of the future and past history of Star Trek... I was waiting the moment they showed you Kirk to find out that he was going to die and it was going to be we needed Kirk and all that kind of stuff. But really, quite frankly, for, you know, for all that Kirk did, the one who really had the impact on the galaxy was Spock. Yeah, because he made all the changes based off of what happened to him. 
Well, also, Spock was the one who made peace with the Romulans. Spock was yeah. the one who who was and an, it, an it, ambassador. And even if you go as far into the future as where Discovery ended up, you find out that he's he's gotten to the point where Romulus and um, the witch is gone, but the Romulans and the Vulcans have re reunification. Exactly. Yeah, and so, he facilitated so, that. So at the end of the day, the one who had the greater impact on the galaxy as a whole was Spock. And he's got a lot to do ahead of him, you know. And the real, I guess, crux of it for me was here's uh, here's himself coming back and telling him, hey, look, man, you are about to royally screw up. And let me show you how. Let me show you why, so that you can make a good decision. Because uh, I know you want to 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 do all the right things and save everybody, but sometimes that's just not how it works. So you spent this entire season with him trying to think of a way that he could escape it and get out. But now he's got to go through it. He's got to sacrifice himself. He has to, because if he does it, then all these other things change. But at the but end, you, he still loses Una. So at, you, so you, it begins. But you still have a piece to the puzzle as to later on as to why Spock was so willing to help him. Yeah. Spock recognized Spock picked up on the fact that he was the one that Pike saved by not, you know, changing things. Which is weird. I'm not exactly sure. Right. Because he's like, I owe you gratitude. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't know exactly what happened, but he knows enough to figure out that That he got lost. That somewhere along the line, he was the one that Pike chose to save. The part that I really dug, and I didn't mind this Captain, this Jim Kirk. Uh, I don't think he looks anything like like Pine. At least had the same swagger as Shat, right? I didn't take Kim's work too. It's okay. He at least had the same kind of like uh, towards the end uh, in the the first Pine movie. You know when he's like. Bones, you know, he has that same swagger and that same movement and that all that's and you're like, oh, that's 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 Kirk. That's Kirk right there. That's Kirk. Uh, I don't know if this guy actually has those chops, but I didn't mind him as Kirk because maybe he has to grow into those chops. Maybe he he isn't Jim, the the Jim Kirk, the the swaggering Jim Kirk, alien, alien mistress on every planet until later. Well, the, the, you know, and that actually may actually have a point, considering the fact that in the timeline we saw, he didn't get to be put in charge of the flagship. Right. He got the Farragut. Which is a science vessel. Which, exactly. by the way, brings me to my other favorite part. See, I did not know how much I just needed to see La'an in gold uniform and with straight <laughs> hair. But she was on on Kirk's ship. And she was well, all, she was Kirk's first officer. Yeah. She was all huggy-feely, and I missed it. I wanted it. You just want well, to hug but, from love. I just want to hug her. Yeah, that's all. But, that's but okay. see, that's even then. That's a concept of uh, of what's changed in these people. Right. You know, she she basically Has grew softened. as a human being, yep. whereas Ortega's lost something somewhere yeah. along the line. Yeah, Laon healed. It looked like, you know, and made command. She said commander, right? Not lieutenant commander. She's she was commander. Commander. Yeah. 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 That's that's jumped two up. Yeah. You know? I mean, she's doing. She good. corrected him real quick after the hug. Uh. So and with. You've got, and I did, I I did love it. And Shannon asked if I caught it, and of course I did. Scotty in the background. Oh, of course. How can uh, you not? <laughs> Spock rolling his eyes at him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an engineer, not a miracle worker. And Spock's like, oh well, god. But but even then, this is you know at this point in time where a good, 
uh, almost you know 15 years past where we started so because now- because they said because Spock even told him that the accident that in which he was supposed to have should ago. should have happened seven years ago, and that's. I thought he you, said six months ago. He, he was seven years in the future, and then the accident happened. I think six he did say ago. six months ago. Yeah, the accident happened oh, six months okay. ago. So maybe, he's seven maybe, years maybe in, uh, okay. or so, or seven or nine, or whatever, whatever it is. But, but, he's, but we're cl- okay. Then then even if I take a couple of years off the top of my estimate, we're still close to a decade from where we started. Yeah. So so there's a lot of things that could have happened in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I didn't like the, the thing that bothered me more than anything else like you was Ortegas. Ortegas is like everybody's badass kid sister. She well, it, it wasn't so much that it bothered me. I want to know what happened. Right. There's going to have to be a backstory there because she got hardened. Well, a and, forward story. Well, whatever. She became less playful, less energetic and, and, and loving with everyone. And La'an, who was like very closed off with all everyone, is all hugging the captain. And she, you know, she got promoted. So, I mean, she had to like calm down. And obviously she came back and from she the Gordon. Came back. I told you, don't burst my bubble because well, I need Lon. I need the, her. The other thing they may be doing, if especially if Rebecca Romaine is leaving the show, is preparing you for her to take over as first officer. And not only that, but just after having put away some of her own demons by helping the helping Newt find her way home, that 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 she's actually more settled of a human being. Oh, well, I think. I think she was, you know, I think she, from the, from the very beginning, you could see La'an as the first officer. She but, had yeah, it at the well, very but, first but, episode. But once again, then you go, but even then go back to my theory of the fact that, that she was actually originally written to have been the first officer until Rebecca Romaine went, yeah, I'll do it for a year. What did you say, Wagashan? Well, we know she's not going to be. I mean, we know that the order 10 years from now is going to be Kirk Spock Bones. Or Kirk Spock, Scotty. You know, okay, or, or but that's whatever. in that timeline. So you're gonna go it's back. It's not a timeline. It's just okay. A, a but point now in you're going back. You're he. Okay, so you step away from the stone. Yeah. And now Una's gone. Did you just make an Outlander reference? I did. Oh my god. I did. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> I'm glad you got it. It's terrible. It's not terrible. It's terrible. It's a terrible show. Don't yeah. make me pull the hair. But but we've gone back to the timeline in which we know what the end result is. The timeline that he jumped forward into, yes, you're correct. That could be all kinds of weird stuff. But the timeline that we're back to, the, the timeline that the show is continuing to go through, is the timeline that we already know what happens, what the end result is. You knew the end result before the show started. Well, that's what I'm saying. So we need a way, because Kirk, this is seven years, or eight, nine, seven to ten years before what we know happens, happens. Right? So... We gotta find a way to get Kirk on the damn ship. We got. I wonder because the, he, Spock has to be his first officer, which means he has to jump over Spock. I wonder why if there's already get, bones on that ship. Why wouldn't we? Uh, well, not on the Enterprise. No, not the other was, one. On oh, Kirk, on Kirk's, Yeah. Well, maybe, but then again, we know that uh, it, did Scotty come for the Farragut? I guess. I guess no. he had to. No. No. Oh no! no he was just on. The, that's right. He was just there. Because it was seven years in the future. No, 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 never mind. I got it. I got it. But where, where is is Kirk got? Because Kirk's got to jump Spock, right? He's got to jump. He's got to go over Spock because Spock's his first officer. So 
we got to get him on the ship and get him into the slot so that when uh, uh, Pike goes, it's Kirk who's going to assume command. And and we can't well, th- retcon it like we did in the first Pine movie where it was like, uh, he made him first officer. What? You know, like, it can't happen like that. And we can't jump like they did on the So <laughs> I, I think more a more graceful solution is to put Kirk in Una's old spot. And make him second. And make him a commander, right, or a lieutenant commander. And uh, uh, make him... It would be funny to watch Kirk running around with a red shirt for a period of time. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> You're a red shirt. You better be careful on away missions, Chief. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could you could gracefully do that and, and move on back. I mean, you could put her back as, as Chief of Security. No questions asked. Nobody would even question it. So she doesn't have to go back into first officer mode because also that would jump her over Spock. But she looks cute and gold. No, no, that doesn't jump her over Spock. She was in first officer mode originally because even though he thought Spock was going to get moved up to first officer, she stepped she right t- in. She took over the very first episode. Yeah, maybe. She she outranks Spock. She's a lieutenant. Yes, but she has more seniority or something of that nature. But she was lieutenant maybe. commander. No, she's, you know, she's, she's lieutenant. In the red, she's lieutenant, okay. Yeah, she's a lieutenant, yeah. I don't know. Red, gold, I'm just happy she's going to be back the second I, season. I, I do have to admit that it was kind of cool to see Old Pike in a Wrath of Khan era admiral's uniform. With, with <laughs> yeah. the red and the white cotton around the neck? Yeah. Oh, God, I hate that uniform. It's the ugliest thing. It does. <laughs> it looks really... like an open tampon on his, on his collar. I don't know what... <laughs> What it's is, all red. <laughs> I don't know what's happening there, but it's just not a it's not a happy look. But 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 even then, I I think he, the dynamic between Kirk and Pike as first officer or even security, somewhere tactical or something like that, Kirk always wanting to jump in and fight, and Pike having to temper him would actually be an interesting. Yeah, dynamic. Kirk and or uh, Pike and Spock having to temper him. You know, I like how Spock during the conference that they were having, Spock actually sided with Kirk and Pike's like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> what? When did you? When did this happen?" Yeah, everyone at this table is disagreeing with me. I don't like this. You know. Uh, well, but 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 that being said, even just if you think about what's going on in the various shows that they've been doing, they have established the fact that the Vulcans have no hesitation to shoot first. Yeah. Because they did that with dictates. They did that in the first episode of um, Discovery. Was basically established that the that the Vulcans have no hesitation if the logic is what is the dictatorium of just kind of going. Yeah, we should just shoot first. There's also kind of a cool dynamic, or kind of a cool summation, right? If you never watched summation, yeah. There, if you never watch TOS, you never watch the original movies, they tell you in, like, two sentences who Kirk is, right? Who who James T. Kirk is. You know, yeah, his he, brother's he's a there. wild card who has no hesitation to follow, not Arrogant, to follow the yep. rules, but he's smart and he wins. Right, and he hates to lose. That is Kirk in a nutshell. Well, he's not afraid to use charm and luck. At he's... least we finally know the relation. Yeah. That's his brother. And, and we also have confirmed another rule of thumb in the Star Trek universe. What's that? Never give a Starfleet captain time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether it's 60 seconds, two hours, whatever it may be, you never give a Starfleet captain 
time. Yeah, it's the one resource you can't give them. You can you can do you can do okay, but uh, it's it's not it's not great if you give them enough time. It's and I loved Kirk's solution, and this is why I think you ought to have Kirk next season, right? Because he just comes up with stuff. He's like, hey, let me borrow a shuttle. I'll go get you a fleet. You know, not going to be worth much, but I'll get you one. Uh, <laughs> Those are all remotes. They don't know that. They have no idea. <laughs> we didn't know what their ships look like. They don't know what our ships look like. And the fact that Pike ran with it and went, the Class D combat ships of the Federation. Yes, our biggest fleet ever, and here's to attack you. You know, he did everything but call them Class M's, you know, for mining. Uh, he, And that's what I'm saying. Like, Kirk, the, the reason Kirk works is because he thinks way on the outside of the, you know on, on the outside of the curve. So does Pike, but Pike does it uh, when Pike is more diplomatic. Well, he's more diplomatic, and he'd rather avoid a fight. And Kirk was like, "Dude, sometimes you just cannot avoid the fight." Well, Pike, Pike is doesn't also, believe that. Well, Pike is also nervous about those fights because he doesn't because he thinks that each fight he jumps into is going to lead him to his his burning death. So right, and he hates to lose people. So does Kirk. But he he's I honestly think Kirk would lose people easier than he loses a fight. Kirk hates to lose a fight, hates it, hates it, hates it, hates it. it, it. So. And another interesting dynamic that would be fun to watch next season would be between the two Kirks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so like brother brotherly angst. Yeah, why you always you know, gotta show up? Why do you always gotta just show or, off and do or or even just God, I have to take orders from my little brother? <laughs> How many aliens have you had sex with this month? Oh no, it's difficult to count. <laughs> How many venereal diseases do you have? Like that is totally personal. But by, by the way, is Chapel still in the med bay? Because I gotta go talk to her. I mean, I, it's so like you could do so much with that. And and it would he would he would be like a, a square peg in a round hole on Pike's ship. Yeah, I just don't like him. <laughs> Maybe it's the the, the person I, I, I that they have for him. I don't like the, him. the the actor that they had. Just it, it, as it didn't a, do it I, for I have to me. agree with Shannon it, or Bubbles. It, it um, didn't. <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> hey, I've answered well the worst. Well spoken, Bubbles. It, I've answered the worst. I was a BC for a long time. Um, I hate it. It just doesn't do it for me. Nope. Oh no. I think, I think it would be interesting to take him and turn him into Kirk. Well, I hope it doesn't happen for a long time until they get ready to leave with Pike because I definitely want more Pike. Because well, this season, but, 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 but once again, you still, once you still you... have a decade worth of storyline. Yeah, you still have a yes. decade worth of, before Pike dies. So yeah, I mean, you're gonna get that i just think it would be fun to have kirk on the ship for a while because he's he's definitely like love him or hate him kirk makes things happen and sometimes not the best thing no uh, definitely not but it's always interesting when we're gonna have triples on this episode oh no kirk screws up by the numbers but the 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 trick is he always gets out of it by hook, by crook, by luck, by sleeping with aliens, by breaking the prime directive. Like, he doesn't really care how I mean, he gets out of it. And Just the other part about it is is that they could show you, as Sean said, him learning to become what we eventually see as Captain Kirk. Finding that extra little piece of diplomacy, that extra little piece of temperance Pike, of working is one who from Pike. Pike tampers him down. Remember, 
and this is this is not a perfect example, but you remember Riker first season? He Cocky, was a lot arrogant. Well, and he was the same thing all the way no through. Beard, but he was a horrible. lot more caution. <laughs> you weren't like this before the beard. Without the beard is horrible. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like Riker before the beard was a lot less seasoned and a lot less sure of himself than he was by season five, season six, where they're like, "Dude, have your own ship," and he's like, "No, nah, I'm good." Yeah, he was less arrogant. Right. He was. Well, it wasn't that he was less arrogant. He was. He knew what his decisions would cost everybody else once he made them. So he was more uh, willing to listen than he was than just going off and doing whatever he felt like doing. Well, that and he had, you know, Deanna. <laughs> well, yeah. I that mean, makes lots of decisions. Actually, at that point in time, Worf had Deanna. Oh, fifth season, yeah. <laughs> um, a little bit, yeah. I believe that's correct, yeah. <laughs> that's, he did have Never Deanna mind. for a little while. I mean, I mean, we're pretty sure that Deanna climbed some Klingon there somewhere along the line. Uh, we're pretty sure. Now she wound up with Will, but uh, there was a there was definitely a Klingon period in there. I I read the fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> well, Picard, we know she winds up with Will, and they even have a kid. Yeah, well, two. two, two kids. One of them comes to a tragic end. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that one. Okay, well, the, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> I was like, no, she she lived. It was the wild girl of the woods. We saw her. He was eating brick pizza, brick oven pizza. Like, oh yeah, the other one. The other one. one. Yeah, the other yeah one. no, that one did die. Yeah, no, it's, it's a tragedy. Uh, all, all because all because Data wasn't around. Exactly, exactly. Although I this this opens up this season opens up an entire and and they could do this. Every season, they could rotate out, you know, because this actually is a lot more like an actual naval ship if you just rotate people in and out. So they could have, I mean, a couple of people have to stay, and we know that. Right. But Eventually, you could, you're going to have to get bones and get rid you of the could hammer and una the crap out of people for the next however long the season runs until you finally wind up with who you're supposed to be with. Every season. See, I like every season. I, li- I didn't that. like Kimmer to begin with. I liked him at the end. But man, I liked Una. She was cool. She's kind of badass. But I care what anybody says. You are fun. I, I mean, know. they had a phaser duel in a hallway. Come on, she's awesome. Now, there's a couple of people I don't think. I know you say that. Oh, you could get rid of them because you're not going to look. We need Ortegas. She makes the episodes fun. Maybe not later on when we get the Kirk part, but that ain't what this show is. This I mean, show is Pike. With Pike, he needs his crew. And Oteus and a- Actually, I just came up with a little bit of a fan theory here Uh-oh. about what made Ortegas actually go, you know, go hard. Uh, remember my theory that she... Well, yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> Phrasing, <Sorry>. okay. <laughs> what a shock Bubbles found at a double entendre. Come on, it's what Bubbles did. But, okay, but remember, rem- remember my theory about her and Una. Yes. Sure. So if oh, Luna's now in prison. Luna's in jail. Yeah. Because they so were she more feels than be- friends. She feels betrayed by Starfleet now. Hmm. Could be. Luna's been there for seven <laughs> years now, so. Re- remember, we know each other well. Yeah, really yeah, well. Really well. Why couldn't they just play that out? Man, okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know, it, it may have been something similar to um, Riker and uh, what's her name, Bajoran girl. Um, Ro? Ro. Don't you remember when they all lost their memories for a period of time, the two of them hooked up? 
Oh yeah. I so it could have been the same well. sort of thing. Uh, you know, okay, we lost our memories, we hooked up, but now we like each other. Riker was hooking up with him. You know what? I was like nervous that time that the episode went on TNG when he was about to hook up with Beverly because he had the host in him. I was like That's so against it. I was, like, don't do it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Beverly. Yeah, that, that'll make things awkward later. <laughs> Especially when you're doing yoga class the next morning with Deanna. Sorry, yeah, I had to. Emzadi's <laughs> good. Yeah, I know. We tested the little we sill. Climbed Mount Riker. <laughs> that moon he comes from is really really nice. <laughs> Beverly. Hmm. Now you're off in a Beverly. Okay, okay. Beverly or Laon? Damn it. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> uh, I just did. All right, Bubbles. Come on, let's hear it. In what content? What do you mean in what context? You know what content. Can't I have both? No. You got to pick one. Laon's in one room. Beverly's in the other. What about Captain Earp? Nah, can't do Captain Earp. I love Captain Earp, but that ain't my girl. Uh... Come on. Do you need me to sing the Jeopardy song? <laughs> Laon. Uh, I thought so. Yeah. Only because I oh. like it aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I was waiting for I was waiting for you. See, as somebody who's listened to Sean on many many other podcasts, I was waiting for you to pull a Sean and cheat and say this is what transporters are for. No, 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 no. I do that to to you know when other people try and impose rules on me. I don't I don't do that to other people. <laughs> no, I mean I see I I I'm pretty sure you'd pick Laon over almost everybody. No, we all know that I'm Team Chapel. This is just eat Chaplin. This is a strong crew, and they can, for for lack of a better term, just rotate people out on assignment and bring them back. And bring them back, or kill them, or do whatever if they're not working, or 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 if they're not working, just give them a really cool like death Tashiar episode and. And off they go. That's or... never been a cool death. That was the worst death on TNG I'd ever seen. Yes, but it was surprising. It was surprising. Yeah, you never thought Star Trek would kill off one of the main characters. Yeah, because it had season. never been done before. It was it was a formula, rinse, cycle, repeat. Bones, Spock, and Kirk go down to the planet. Everyone well, else can die, but those three live. You also have to admit that the producers had never figured out that one of their actors had done softcore porn before. <laughs> he has to get rid of her real quick. Did she really? Why did yeah. I not know that? Why did you not know that? <laughs> That's why they got rid of her. That's why she got written out of the show. <laughs> I, now, now guys, let me just friend. tell you. Let me just tell you. Sean's, I can see his eyes, and they're like beating oh, back gonna and forth. <laughs> He's going to find it. I'm going to find How it. How did you not it, know that? I don't it's know. Been, it's been a really long time since I've seen it, but I did find it back then, and it's yes. not that impressive. That it, was it back was, before her pet cemetery days. Yeah. It, it was kind of one of those things like, you kicked her off the show for this? <laughs> this is like HBO now. Like, Game of Thrones is worse than this. <laughs> yeah, now to give her street cred. Oh, absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't think you could... You'd mind, like, rotating in and out some characters in... Honestly, even if somebody, let's say somebody got pregnant or had to do a movie or, or whatever it was, I mean, if the series went on like TNG did, whatever, seven seasons, wasn't it seven, Jake? I think you said seven or nine. Yeah, it was seven. Yeah, no, it was seven. Yeah, seven seasons. 
you could do quite a bit of rotation in and out of here and still have them come back. You know what? You know what this episode? You know what the show needs? We need another cue. No, definitely not. <laughs> we definitely need the cue. Definitely not. Look, no. I'm still, I'm still, kind of, I'm still affected by the last scene with Q and Picard. I know. I it was such an I, amazing I, episode. I can't get over that scene. I go back and watch it constantly. Just that whole, the, I, I, and I don't know what it is about it that's affecting me as much as it is. But that scene just kind of like touched me, and then the places where the doll isn't supposed to be touched. I don't know why. What? It's just. It's that that the scene between him and Picard when he was explaining to Picard that basically for 30 years, even though he's been a complete pain in the ass, even though he's rearranged the galaxy a few times, that it was that he was actually Picard's friend the whole time. You know why, right? Why? Why it hits you that hard? I've heard a lot of men talk about that particular episode. no, No, please go ahead. I'm afraid. No, I'm seriously. Afraid. It's it is I'm looking at your face, I'm afraid. It is an act of a, a, one of two things. When men see that, it is either an extreme uh reaction to brotherly love or it is they have lost a father and they are reminded that everyone can be someone's son again and you get that that hit, that serotonin hit of your father looking out for you. One of those two things. Either you had an extremely close friend when you were a kid, or you lost a parental figure, and it reminds you of that. In your brain, it's that same serotonin hit. Jake, it's one of those two? Uh... No. <laughs> We'd have to get to a deep a bit, a bit of uh, therapy, but what he's saying is making, podcast. No, no, no. What what he's saying is making sense, but it kind of goes in the opposite direction, because I think what it is is the fact that I never had that. Right. But it's that same, like... There no, no, could be somebody looking out for me. No, 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 no. I understand where, exactly what you're saying, but whereas it's a reaction to something that you had that you're missing, I'm missing it because I never really had it. Same difference. So, Same no, difference. So, yeah. so, so what you're saying makes sense, but that that whole that that scene where Picard just suddenly realizes that for all the crap he's pulled, that Q has actually been his friend the whole time. Yeah, he's a dick, but he's your friend. Exactly. And and that's. That's one it, of those things. Big brother. It, and, and the fact that you've got somebody who is billions of years old, who, you know, has only been screwing with you for the past 30 years, who realizes he's coming to the end of his life. And what does he choose to do with the end of that life? Mess Make sure yours. you're okay. Exactly. No, he makes sure you're okay. Billions and billions and billions. Come on. So, 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 so you yes, not that... make fun of Carl Sagan. <laughs> I did. So, so, yeah, the moment he looks at Picard and says, finish the sentence, and Picard looks at him and goes, why me? Right. Yeah. Not just why, but why me? Well, it's just an aggravating big brother all this time. Oh, absolutely. But it, but if you look at it, it, everything that Q did at some point in time or the other was, in fact, even though it, even though it, was to, it, it messed up a whole bunch of other people, even though it messed up other things in the galaxy and the universe, and you even look at it in, in the differences between his interactions with people like Janeway and Cisco and um, uh, Beverly's mother. Not Beverly's mother. What? Troy's mother. Troy's mother. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I don't Tro- remember that episode. Um, with, with Troy's mother and stuff like that. He was messing with everybody else. He was trying to help Picard. 
everything he did was to show something in Picard's life that wasn't going. It was right. always a lesson he learned. Well, there was exactly. the the anti time thing. The there was the the humanity thing. There was the thing, and this is the first time he's tried to help him with his love life. Remember what he did with Vosh, you uh, know? It, where he ruined everything. <laughs> Well, but even then, look at where he gave him an opportunity to show him a road less travel. The, the, basically, uh, a if you had done something different, this is how thing. he gave him the um, Christmas story, not Christmas story. Um, it's a wonderful life moment. Right. So I mean, everything he's done to Picard has been in order to show him something that he needed to know. He showed him that the universe was da- more dangerous than he thought it was. You know, he he showed him that humanity actually has a place in this universe that it needs to basically make it to. He's he's shown him all of these things. And at the end of the of these billions of years of life, he basically comes back to Picard and says, I I just want to make sure that you're happy. Speaking of people who could pop in and out of they never explained where this future pike came from in the room. Well, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, they did. Yeah, yeah, they did. I guess I missed that. How he he, he went back to the um, he knows that he messed with time, and so when it turns he into knows he looked at time, he touched well, the stone. He knows that he touched the stone, and he knows that he messed with time by writing that letter to the boy at that point in time. So, he, and and then he looks at the at the galaxy that has now been in decades of just billions of people dying in war. So he goes back to the people who have the time stones, those Klingons, and says, I think I may have screwed up. And they're like, yep. <laughs> you want to <laughs> fix it or you want us to? And he went, okay, well, look, don't kill me. I'll I'll go back and fix it. I can make this right. And he does. So it's, it's actually kind of an elegant closed loop, the way they did it, which... I don't know. Star Trek's pretty good at that. I, I'm just really impressed with a first season of Star Trek came off, for all intents and purposes, flawless. Very strong episodes. Very strong chemi- uh, chem- chemistry with all the characters, which is something you haven't had really since TNG. They, they created a fa- I don't know. Okay, that Voyager, that's maybe, harsh. maybe. Everybody had their own kind of chemistry. There were some great chemistry moments and some great relationships that were built and great characters in every Star Trek series. All right, Just because you didn't like DS9 doesn't mean there weren't great Quark was amazing. Garrick was cool. Odo Garrick, was, and, Garrick was probably one of the best characters ever. He was awesome. Seven of nine. You had Seven of Nine, and and actually, I like more the character Seven of Nine has become than what she started as. Hottie, yes. Well, they didn't. <laughs> well, uh, that was that too. But I mean, they didn't uh, know what to I mean, do with her. They they tried to say they tried to get her to save Voyager, which she did. Uh, there, I mean, every like in in the Star Trek Enterprise, uh, to Paul and Trip was an awesome storyline to fall. Follow. I liked him, and then he. I can't remember if he went to Stargate before or after. I don't remember. But he was there. Uh, but well, you, you have to admit that the xenophobic Vulcan and the uh, uh, guy from Florida, who the redneck from Florida, who never really had any experience with aliens before, was an interesting combo. I was great. I mean, they because Trip had, was Florida man. Yeah, he was Florida man. Uh, they had interesting character developments and and wonderful arcs in every one of the series. Just because you didn't like some of them doesn't mean they weren't great. 
the the thing that that is different about this series to me now two things are actually different one it's incredibly short and it's driving me crazy uh, ten, episodes, ten, oh, ten episodes. Ten episodes is not freaking enough. Like, if they'd have done fifteen, I'd have not said a word. But even, even twelve would be okay. At least be better. But God, ten? Uh, that's. But you know, I find mm. I think a lot of shows are going to ten episodes, and I then know. they have a really long wait in between. But yeah, it's the Battlestar. All I model. can say is, thank God it's not on. No, Wi-Fi. okay, no, 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 no. They, they did not pull Battlestar. They did not stop halfway between and through the season. Wait six months and then want to know why nobody came back to watch. You know why? Because it's not freaking DiFi Channel. That's why. That's the only reason we are getting good. Otherwise, I would have not invested in this show at all. It would have it would have died. <laughs> Look what your hatred did. The moment I watched it, it would have Look died. Look what your hatred did. Did did it or did it not burn the first three years of Winona Earp for I you? I know it. Look what your hate did. But DiFi sucks. I didn't say it didn't. I'm just saying there are some realities that you have to accept. One is that sci-fi doesn't know their own programming. Okay, that's fine. They make great shows. They have horrible marketing. They are a fantastic show incubator. They they build these wonderful shows. The only problem with sci-fi is they are trying to replicate the one in a million success story that they had with Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica in its day was as popular as Game of Thrones. The world was watching. And then they screwed it up by the numbers slowly, painfully, season by half season. Like they did with Game of Thrones. Like they did with Game of Thrones. So, uh, and they're trying to replicate, they're trying desperately to find that hot button again. Right? We'll just keep throwing shows at it until we find something. You know, we've talked about this before. It always amazes me. As many cons as I go to, why there's never a booth or a table where anyone can sit in from sci-fi there because they'd get their butt kicked. They'd they'd be wrapped up in tarred and feathered if sci-fi ever showed their face at a Comic-Con. You canceled my six favorite shows on the planet. Look what you did to Firefly. Actually, that was Fox. No, I was going to say, no, no, that was Fox. You can't blame sci-fi for that. Well, obviously, they managed to come up with just some excellent writers to go after Star Trek. Um, And because the other thing, and it's to kind of prove Sean's point... With a few very, very minor exceptions and little pieces and parts here and there, this is the first season of a Star Trek show that is a first season that actually works. Yeah, it's not rough. It wasn't rough around the edges. It was polished from the word go. You liked the characters from the word go. They kept you guessing. I loved all except that one episode. And even that wasn't horrible. You know, the one I didn't like was episode two. I was fine with everybody else. All the other episodes, including, and I know uh, Beef and I were talking this week, he hates the the fantasy episode. I'm like, dude, there were Uh, boob windows and and boob licking. I I didn't hate it, but I will say that it was my least favorite episode. Which was two, I don't remember. Two was the singing egg. Well, the the other thing that that we may get. Yeah, you know, when Kirk uh, did, I'm going to touch it. I'm going to touch the egg. Oh, that one. Did you funny. block it out of your memory? What? <laughs> it's been it's episode lot. two. Uh, you know, the the other thing that they they brought back in Discovery, and I, I think would be interesting just because it's another time thing to bring back here, is the, the door into tomorrow, or the door into forever, however that works. I can't right. remember what it calls. Right. Uh, um, be, because they actually gave it a personality in Discovery. They, they gave it an actor to actually 
talk versus just the booming voice coming from the door. <laughs> you talking about the the queue on Discovery? No. Was that a queue? No. no. It was the it was the Guardian of Forever. I, okay, I'm, and, I, I vaguely remember that. That was on season three, right? I don't remember what season no, it was. No, I can't remember. You know uh, what? The, I can't. The, Guardi- the Guardian of Forever and the Door into Forever show up when somebody's messing with t- the timeline. In some way that they're not supposed in to. In a galactic like it, way, yeah. It, 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 like, for example, it could have showed up for Pike now, but re- it, it showed up uh, for Kirk and Spock in the original series and then shows up again in Discovery basically because they dragged somebody out of another universe. Oh, and that's she when they dragged the Emperor. They dragged, when they dragged the Emperor out. And it's like, yeah. no, 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 this is not how it's supposed to go. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's a lot of... of first seasons to in Star Trek, right? And and when you go back and look through most of them, they are super freaking painful because they're just trying to find their way well, and they're most, really fighting. Most people who do a, a Star Trek rewatch of any of these seasons will usually at the minimum start with season two, maybe three. Right, because it's just terrible. You're you're just like, oh, God, we have to sit Not to this. mention, they've uh, okay, so like as much as I live wine on Earth, I normally start at season two, too, too because they're already established characters. But this one, you didn't have to do that. No, every actually, episode here was awesome. You actually had, like, they didn't have to introduce the Enterprise. They didn't have to introduce the crew. You kind of knew the crew a little bit. You knew people from the crew. It's it's almost a spinoff, even though it's a prequel. But you knew everything. So you can get on with the story from episode one. Bang, here, go. Have a good time, you know? <laughs> Oh, okay. Can I throw in another thing that I found absolutely hilarious, which was Spock becomes first officer. Spock decides he needs a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're going to give me some responsibility. I guess I got to get rid of this scraggly shit. Yeah. Enter the bowl. I guess I completely missed that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, he he finally had when they moved uh, forward into time, he finally had the original series lettered Nimoy haircut. Oh, the shorter one, the bowl. Yeah. Enough with this kid haircut stuff. I <laughs> I now have responsibility. <laughs> well, I'm still going to say I think episode five and nine have been my favorite. Yeah, Spock Amok and the uh, Aliens is his episode, right? The aliens is his, Yeah, it was a great episode. That was pretty tough. Nine was, I mean, it had me like... Oh, my seat. <laughs> I, I do have to admit that I'm, I was pleasantly surprised with this episode. With, with last episode, I was kind of... Okay, that, sh- that that's felt like a season finale. The previous episode, I'm kind of like, so what are we doing now? Yeah, well, you knew, you almost knew they had to end with Pike, right? We had to, yes, we had to say what this story was going to really be about, and we we kind of found out now. What episode was well, it? The, but the, well, I think the other thing is is that this finally put the this is what's going to happen to me to rest for Pike though. Because he, he suddenly realizes that it has a place in the universe. And I think what you're going to start having is is more of him figuring out what to do. And that's where, as, as I said, at some point, he needs to lay his plan out on Spock of making it back to the big brain people. Yeah. Oh, no, totally. You have to you have to make it back to the big brain people. And it's like where I'm going to meet my or where I'm going to live with my future wife, you know, and, and all so, that kind of stuff. So I think, it won't be I think Captain Earth, though. <laughs> no, it won't, especially think, after today. I think Captain... Well, I mean, she didn't mean to on purpose, but I think she kind of burned her bridge there. No more making spaghetti for you for... Bread. 
Captain Herb. That's a nice one. Well, well, but see, she's done the one thing that that Pike can't handle. You know, he he she wrecked his trust. The moment you wreck Traded, Pike's yeah. trust, you know, the it, betrayal. It, it, because because she could have, you know, there's a lot of things she could have done. She could have called him and basically said, "Hey, this is coming." It, but she she didn't. She showed up and blindsided him. Well, she didn't. She did, and she did that exactly for the purpose in which I think Starfleet told her to do it because oh, oh. she knew a oh. he wouldn't give her up willingly. Oh, I know why she did it, and I know why Starfleet told her to do it. But from Pike's point of view, that was a betrayal. Exactly. Yeah. No, I I, I would agree with that. No I mean, more morning you know, snuggles. I don't think she's going to be real. He's going to no. be real snuggly to her uh, anytime soon. He's going to be pretty ticked off. That was yeah. That be, was his be, girl. Be, Una was his girl. You know. Because and and Pike is one of those people who would do anything for one of his people. So the fact that one of his people in the, in his life wouldn't do anything for him, yet, no, he, he's done with her. Well, maybe in season two we're going to see a continuation of that storyline. Oh, hopefully. yeah. I, hopefully I bet they're going to try to rescue her. Maybe they'll get swat down. I don't know. But I, I think he's just – obviously he's not going to well, let it lay I, right I think, here. I think what he's going to manage to do is manage to keep her out of prison, but she's going to be discharged from Starfleet. Right. Yeah, maybe she'll get. He'll have to go to the Admiral April. Well, well um, it would be, it'd be interesting if you what you got was a trial, because you know once again Pike is an advocate. That's that's an interesting story. That that almost goes back to the how many times have you seen Picard be an advocate for somebody in some sort of trial, right. whether it was with uh, the woman pretending to be a Q or Ardra. The, oh yeah, I couldn't remember her name. Um, or whether yeah, Sean's it was... annoying that way sometimes. No, because I also <laughs> know Sean sitting there going, oh, I, I'd have at least, you know, had some fun before we brewed me. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was willing. <laughs> well, you know, that's the problem. Like, you guys better hope the fate of the world does not rest on me not having sex with a hot alien, because y'all are screwed, if that's the um, case. But you also had Picard versus Riker <laughs> on the whole is data sentient thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, having having <laughs> well, yes, I, you know, I mean, but, but think about it. Think think about if they do the similar things that they've done before, which is forcing somebody who is actually on Una's side to unfortunately prosecute her. So m- imagine if they bring in either Laan or Spock to prosecute Una. I think they would. Or to print. With with Pike having to be her advocate. They could do any number of things. They could also have her escape and, and like, you know, sort of join some kind of organization or pirate gang or Maquis or Disappear something. Disappear back to his Canadian, or, his or, Montana or, home. Wait a minute. Imagine if Captain Angel breaks her loose. Aye. That is one of the things I hope <gasps> we bring back is Captain Angel. Can you see, I can they, see it now. Well, Luna's I mean, going to become a bad girl. The producers have basically gone to the press and said, oh, yeah, she's coming back. Guys, can and, you see and, it and now? As, and as much as Cybok is probably the worst Star Trek villain ever, you don't introduce him and then not use him. It's kind of like the whole thing with La'an. You don't call her Noonie and Soon without actually 
having that go someplace. Right. There's yeah. gotta be, that's which is why I knew she's come back for season. You, two. you don't you don't introduce Cybok and then just kind of go. Oh well, yeah, yeah, he's Jake, gonna stay over there. Can you see it now? Captain Angel rescues or takes over and brings Una onto the ship, and now we get those two pirates together. No, Una wouldn't turn pirate. I know she would, but not, it'd be a not nice episode. Her, not against her crew. Not against she's, her people. She's self-sacrificing. No, no but what, what you'd have to have is somewhere along the line, Captain Angel has fig- has decided that there's a way to use Una to get Cyborg. That out. I could see. That I could see because she would totally do that. But I just. I want Captain Angel back. I really do. I love her to death. She is the best villain they introduced. Screw Cyborg. She is the best villain they have introduced. Well, you no, but, but, I mean, well, I mean, it's ironic. You've got the best villain with the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it, so is she the same level as what you would put uh, the Purple People Eater? What was her name? I can't remember. Well, if you hadn't asked me, I probably could have told you. From Defiance. I know who she is. I can see her face. We did this long, in a long interview with her. I wouldn't her. get off the phone with her. It was a very long interview. And by the end of it, she asked him to change our logo. And uh, she had you wrapped. Wrapped. Oh, by, within the hour, our logo had changed completely because we were, by the Purple People Eater. We were flirt Like, I started flirting with her in the middle. And the, she flirted the, back. And she great. flirted back. And then... And then the the podcast was over. It was just us flirting. The rest of the cast. I've been, I've been asking him to put Stom in the background of our logo for the longest no. time. It took her like twenty minutes. The next thing you know, we got a new logo. Oh yeah. Well, no. well okay. Well, Shut well, up. somewhere along the line, we need to get ourselves and or our listeners, whether it's on Twitter or what, reaching out to, um, Chapel and Laan and Ortegas to see which one of them is willing to come talk to us. Okay. I can't be the one that talks to these girls because you remember the whole. I love you. That's that's me. That's oh, me. you're going to talk. If we get them, you're going to talk, girl. <laughs> I can talk, but I can't ask him. You, you know, had no problem when we were talking on Defiance. I didn't talk to Stallman, though, did I? No. Okay. Well, okay. Would well, I have been imagine, able to ask Jamie Murray? No, I don't think so. Just imagine we get uh, Chapel on, and you're the one who has to hold the conversation, because Sean and I are both going, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I can, I can totally see that. I want to pet your hair. <laughs> These two guys are idiots. Just, it's okay. Just talk to me. It's okay. <laughs> I'll tell you how I'm going to be, Jamie. I love you. Sorry. How, how soft, on a scale of 1 to 10, is your skin? I just, uh, just uh, it's an odd question. Ignore them. Ignore them. Oh, dude. I like, I, and see, the, the thing about Chapel is she's just so much better in Strange New Worlds, because she, she was basically not really different than a Hypo Spray in TOS, right? She, she, she was, was just she was, she was or, she was ornamental. Yeah. But like, this like chapel... Like Chow. Was it? Yeah. On TNG. That, her nurse. That was, that was Oh, yeah. No. Uh, yes, Doctor. <laughs> you know, you're like... What, what the, the hell? But, see, but she, she even hell? got it. She even managed to at least get an episode. Yeah. Clarissa? Clarissa? Oh. I, I'm just saying, Chapel. Look at what happened with Chapel on the alien. You know, with the with the uh, Gorn. Yeah. Right? She jumps on a medical bed and puts a force field up and pounces in like sits on it like a pouncing cat. Like she's got to go. She has survival instincts. She stays alive. Guys, she's smart. Let me just tell you, he's over here talking about Chapel and his legs are bouncing. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I love her. Oh, that girl is so fun. You can't even sit still when you're talking about her. Mm. No. 
No, I I thought about putting her on my background for my computer, but I do a lot of Zoom meetings and I do share screens and stuff, and I didn't want to do. You that. do Zoom meetings with my Why Notice shrine behind you? Yes, it's really annoying. <laughs> I have to explain. It's never coming down though. I have ever. to explain to everyone I ever have a Zoom call with. Yeah, uh, those are my wife's. She's really into sci-fi, and uh, that one's Winona. It's Winona Earp right now. Before that, it was Defiance. Before that, it was, you know, and go through the thing, and they're like, wow, isn't that show canceled? And I'm, and I'm like, like, yes. Bite your tongue. Yes, that's yes, this it is, is my shrine to Winona Earp. Yes, it's fine. It'll change. It'll change. Used to be hey, Warehouse, hey, 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 be Warehouse hey. 13. <laughs> okay. When do you get the life-size lawn poster? <laughs> do they make one? I'm sure they I do. don't know yet. Can I, my birthday's coming up. <laughs> my birthday's coming up. Your birthday comes from mine, but you can get me one. My birthday's next week. I know. You can still get me one. I'm not getting you a lawn poster for my birthday. Oh. What good does that do me? What is it? What is it good does it do me if I find you a chapel poster? We'll talk. Gotta come out hey, of the booty hey, account. Hey, don't, don't throw this at me. With my history, I'm I'm known to find you a a uh, life-sized poster of this Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let me do the buying, not not you, because we don't want that at all. Exactly. Yeah, even, even I don't want that. It's we like, went, <laughs> I want a poster of the women of Star Trek, Strange New Worlds. That's what I want. Hey, I uh, Sh- Sean knows this. I have a history of finding out that somebody completely loathes something and sending them a life-sized poster and a DVD. Didn't you do that with Soldier and Beef? Exactly. What happened? Uh, what, what did I miss? Beef hates the movie Soldier with Kurt Russell. He hates it. It is the only movie Beef has watched. He has a, an entire podcast that he has watched uh, thousands, thousands of movies. Yeah. And he finds something redeeming and good and awesome about every movie he's ever watched except for one. And that is Soldier with Kurt Russell. Okay. He... <laughs> When I say he hated that movie, it is so beyond an understatement. He loathed that movie. So what he, did you do, Jake? He found, I sent him the poster. He found a light. Oh he God. sent him a subway poster of the movie <laughs> and a DVD. I think a collector's edition DVD, didn't you? I think so. Yeah. You found posters of a movie. You know what? Somebody send me a Warehouse 13 poster or Defiance. There are, or baby, Nicole Hot. There are no Warehouse 13 posters. Somebody what? out there, someone has it tacked to a wall, and I want it. There are no Warehouse 13 posters, babe. Can you just not be so negative? <laughs> just the negative waves, man. You're so negative. Come on. <laughs> there are no, I'm just saying, sci-fi doesn't do that. I know, because sci-fi sucks balls. <laughs> but somebody could have had made their own. I don't know. I, I don't You just so. like bursting my bubble. That's just... You just all right, Bubbles. Just a <laughs> Yeah, write that down. Yeah, now i got to bleep you. Bleep Bubbles. It doesn't count when you say bleep seven seconds afterwards. We'll have a time delay. Hey. No, you don't get, no, you don't get to snap. Snap that figure. No, it's not working. No. You better stop it. Well. Track. Can we bring this uh, no. season and episode of uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds? Man, I wish we didn't have to, but yeah, I suppose. We oh, no, no, we I, I agree. I have enjoyed the absolute ever-loving hell out of... Th- this has been my favorite Star Trek stuff in a very, very Mine long too. time. Mine, too. I would totally agree with it, that. It, and even though, I like, for example, I've enjoyed uh, Picard, 
I have tolerated Discovery. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I enjoyed the first two seasons of Discovery, and I never I, went I, back. I've really, really, really have a special place in my heart for Lower Decks. This is the first time in a long time that I've seen something that makes me remember what it felt like as a kid to watch Star Trek. It is excellent. It, it really is. I, I don't. Not since when I was a kid. I, I guess uh, when Star Trek, when TNG came out, eighty eight, eighty nine, something like that. Eighty seven. Really. September of 87. And uh, not since then, I remember sitting down and watching that and thinking, wow, this um, is a Star Trek I can get into. Because I was really never into TOS, the series. I mean, I watched the movies and everything, and those were good. But I really, the, TNG was my first series. I would honestly say this one is now the my, best, uh, at least my uh, tied with my favorite. I don't know why I know September of 87, but it just popped in my head. <laughs> I was gonna say that's random. Do you like? Was it your birthday? Like what happened? Well, my it is my birthday month. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See if I'm wrong. I don't doubt you are right. I, I wasn't telling you you're wrong. I'm just saying that's weird that you remember a date. You who never remember any dates. It's history. <laughs> I like. I can do dates. I love history. See now you go look it up. Go ahead. Uh, I can't go look ahead. it up, but there. Uh, I'm super pleased. I can't believe that they pulled 10 episodes of, of awesomeness polish out and really blew away my expectations. And I had high expectations. And Pike only had two girls this season. So. The crazy one that was feeding the kids and then Captain Earp. Honestly, he missed the one I'd have gone. Well, actually, he missed the two I'd have gone for. <laughs> Captain Angel? Captain Angel's definitely the first one. Well, she went after Spock. Yeah, she went after Spock. And that's and I, you know what? I understand that. He didn't get Captain Angel because she was focused on Vulcans. And, you know, she has a husband and all that stuff. I get it. He should go after Dupreeing. That's where he's <laughs> <laughs> girl. That girl's got a lot more I fire. really wish she was gonna. she was in this last episode. I'll give it this. It, Tapring's a lot cooler than I thought she was going to be. I thought they were going to write her off to be like the cold ball and chain off on Vulcan. But no, she's really kind of a badass. Uh, but yeah, Chapel would be my first one. But then again, she works for him, so you can't really do the chain of command thing. But uh, I, this was just such a surprise, and we are so happy to see the episodes. And I'm just happy we're, we're already knowing that we're going to get a second season. Yeah, and watch the watch the season with you guys. Uh, speaking of that, moving forward, uh, we will not wait until the next season comes around to release a new episode, but it will probably be a couple of weeks before we figure out what we're going to do in the meantime. Uh, but we'll keep you apprised of that, and it'll be something Star Trek related. We just don't know exactly something. what we're going to do. Do rewatch or something? Uh, yeah, I mean, it'll probably have to be some kind of list or rewatch or, or something that we can do. Uh, between those, but there will be a couple of weeks, a couple of months, whatever it is, uh, of uh, in between time before this time and that. But and then we'll uh, come back and do a rewatch the entire season before the second season. Before starts. the second season goes, and we'll, <laughs> we'll see if we can't get that going. You know, next year. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> next May. Yeah. Uh, so, anybody got anything else? I'm good. I'm done. Right on. Guys, it has been, it's episode eight. It's, that's the one you keep doing. I know, doing. but I don't remember what it was for. It was when she was excited and she was oh, doing she the was little, doing the little dog in her hand. She was doing the little, with the pause. 
Yeah. You didn't remember a La'an. It's because she was in a dress. It's okay. I was looking at something. You, were, you weren't looking at her hands. <laughs> well, well, okay. I can't go there. <laughs> Stop it. Mm. <laughs> All right. We will see you guys when we see you guys. Thanks a lot. Captain Bubbles. Bye, guys. Did you just say Captain Bubbles? Yeah, Captain Bubbles. Sounds like your stripper name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This has been an episode of the Strange New Worlds Fancast. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being with us. If you'd like to hear more shows like this one, you can find us at strangenewworlds.podbean.com for more podcasts on Strange New Worlds. If you'd like to contact us, you can hit us up via email at strangenewworldsfancast at gmail.com or on Twitter at trek underscore worlds. We are a part of the Lone Wolf Podcast Network. And to hear more of this cast and other casts like it, you can check us out at lonewolfpodcasts.com. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.